0: Okay, guys, um, you know, I just, I just finished doing a video talking about how, you know, talking about Edge denying the rumors. And not even, not even 24 hours ago, I, I did a video, you know, thanking and talking about the leg- life and legacy of Terry Funk, who had passed away yesterday or around the time. And now here we are, 24 hours later, and we talk about somebody that, we talk about somebody that was, that, we talk about somebody that in his short time really just, he just really left an impression. He really did. And we're talking about Wyndham Rotundo, otherwise known as Bray Wyatt, and even before that, known as Husky Harris. He developed the Bray Wyatt character after he was sent back down to developmental. And there's some images that went around, you know, around the time NXT was becoming its own thing. You know, it was transitioning from being SCW to NXT. There is um, there are some images going around where he was... Testing out new gimmicks and everything, new personas while he was still going under the Husky Harris name. And then finally, they decided uh, during the, I guess you could say, final year, final months of SCW to go with the Bray Wyatt character. And he ended up starting this cult, which began with the likes of Eli Cottonwood. And then, when they signed Brody Lee and Eric Redbeard to contracts, you know, uh, extended to them after Cottonwood was let go. And then, when he came to the main roster, he included the monster among men, Braun Strowman. He you could just tell even during his time in NXT and, and in the final months year of FCW that he had found something finally that was undeniably eye-catching and was going to get people talking and everybody knew that once he would end up on the main roster that it was going to captivate it was going to captivate everybody there as well and it did and it wasn't just because people knew about it from NXT, you know, it wasn't just because of that, but it was because of the presentation. <sighs> yeah, you know, just to say that Bray, to say he never got a fair shake um, would be an understatement. You know, he he got his opportunity to be on top several times, you know. Um, even when they broke the Wyatt family up, they still—they still gave him an opportunity to be on top. You know, they let him become WWE champion, even though that was more of a "hey, hold the belt until we give it back to Randy" kind of transition. They—they they gave him the Universal Championship when they did, although they, let's be honest, made the mistake of having him job to Goldberg, and that wasn't supposed to be. And I'll be honest with you, the moment the match ended and he popped back up, I could tell you legitimately that he was not happy. He's like, he knew he was probably going to lose, but he didn't expect it to be that way. And no matter what they did with him, you know, and no matter what they did with him, you know, give give him credit what's due. He tr- he tried his best to work within the system. He really did. He He tried his best. To work within the system. I mean, you know, even during the pandemic, you know, when they gave him back the championship, only for him to lose it without being pinned, you know, to, to Roman Reigns and that triple threat, you know, he worked within, the, he did what he could. He'd worked within the system. He really did. And when he disappeared, After WrestleMania 38, you know, everybody thought that pretty much he was done. He was going to walk out of the company. And I think reports was he had been released. He had been released by the company or he asked for his release. And then when Triple H took over, he he decided to come back. Now we had no idea why they had released him Maybe because he didn't want to work with Vince That's the, that's the speculation, that's the talk Going around But uh, we're not really sure Maybe it's because he was dealing with this illness even before then We just didn't know it We just didn't know it And then And then you know he, he comes back And he comes back, we get these vignettes of a white rabbit, we know it's Bray, we can pretty much figure it out it's Bray because of all the hints and easter eggs and imagery in these vignettes. And it turns out to be him at the end of Extreme Rules last year. And, you know, for months... We're wondering when he's actually going to compete. He was competing. Um, he was competing basically um, in house shows, but from a major television perspective, we weren't sure yet. And we finally did get the opportunity: him and L.A. Knight, pitch black match. It wasn't the best return match for him. It wasn't the best match for L.A. Knight to be in, but you know, at least we got him back. And it looked like despite how you felt about it things were going to go you know his way. Things were going to go perfectly for him. It looked like he was heading into what would have made more sense. He was heading into a program. But things changed. Vince came back and according to reports that's when Bray Was directed from where he was supposed to go originally, to Bobby Lashley, and it just didn't make sense. Because all signs, all signs pointed towards him, and Brock. But that didn't happen. Instead, Brock ended up with Olmos. Bobby Lashley just ended up appearing on the show after winning the WrestleMania, onto the Giant Battle Royal on SmackDown. And everybody, everybody came around. And one of the biggest, one of the biggest um, agreements that they all had was that Bray was not really sick. That his illness, as it was being even reported back then, was an illness of McMahonism. That he didn't want to be, that he was faking an illness. Because he didn't want to work with Vince McMahon. He didn't. So he faked his own sickness Kept it going for as long as he could because he didn't want to be with Al McMahon. But as time went on, the truth started to come out that this wasn't a fake illness. It was real. It was legit. It was life-threatening. And even when it looked like he was being cleared, around the time Vince was kind of back in the saddle, but not entirely like he used to be, everybody was excited. And everybody probably felt that the old signs pointed towards Bray feuding with Cody or Bray feuding with Roman or whoever Bray feuding with Edge but today all that all that went away all that disappeared you know because Triple H a little over an hour ago Tweeted out that he got a phone call from Mike Rotundo, known as IRS in WWF, known as VK Wall Street in WCW, and even before that, you know, NWA W C W S Michael Wall Street said he got a phone call from him saying that his son had passed away at the age of thirty six. And it's weird. It's You know, it's just still unregisterable to know that you're hearing reports that it looks like he's on the verge of coming back and you're going to probably get the matchups that I, you know, possibly get the matchups that I just mentioned. And now all that's gone. Now all that's gone. And what's crazy is the more I thought about this, the more I realized, you know, as tragic as this is and as unexpected as this is. There's something that we as human beings have to acknowledge, you know, and it's the same with it's the same with it's it's the same with all walks of life: humans, pets, you know, plants, you name it. And that is just when it looks like you're on the verge of recovery; it looks like you're about to spring back to life, have that one last burst of energy. You find out that's exactly what it is. Your last burst. Because. Before you know. Because before you know it. It's over. It's over. I can tell you from personal experience. My grandmother. Had. What looked like. Before she passed away in her sleep. It looked like her, she had this last burst of energy even when she was in the senior even when she was in the senior homes. You know, she in the nursing homes. She had this last burst of energy. And after that it was was done. God took her home. My dog passed away last year, passed away in front of me, she had a last burst of energy about a week or two before, and all of a sudden God decided to take her home. What I'm getting from this, in my opinion, is the reports of him being possibly cleared, You know, the reports of him possibly being cleared and ready to come back. In my opinion, all signs of that point to him having one last burst of energy. One last burst of revivalness. And then God decided, I'm taking you home. So yeah, it's, it's, um, it's hard to still register. Or even fathom about what happened. I know WWE is going to have a big tribute tomorrow, hopefully, for him. But it's a great loss. It really is. So my prayers and condolences go out to the, the Rotundo and Wyndham families. To his wife JoJo and their kids. And uh, all I can say is thank you, Bray, for all the memories you will be missed but if you want to think of this from a heavenly standpoint at least least him and Brody are back together you know and they're now you know causing havoc if you will Wyatt family style in the gates of heaven but yeah thank you Bray for all the memories you will be missed and again my prayers and condolences go out to his family and friends Let me know what your memories and everything are, Bray, and how did you feel when you heard this news. I'll talk to you all later.